that's what multitasking does. It gets us stuck. It keeps us far from our dreams, right? We get sober and we like imagine our lives best recovered life. But then we're like, oh, I'm still in the minutia and the junk. Like, no, if you just do one thing at a time and cross things off the list, you start to feel empowered and you start to become this recover, like this really strong person in recovery where people are like, what's going on with him? What's going on with him? That's cool. Look at all the stuff he's doing. You're listening to The Recovered Life Show, the show that helps people in recovery live their best recovered lives. And here is your host, Damon Frank. Welcome back to The Recovered Life Show. I am pleased to be joined today by Lane Kennedy. Lane is a Recovered Life contributor and mindfulness and meditation expert. How you doing, Lane? Hi, Damon. It's great to be with you today. Good to be with you. Uh, look, this is an episode I have really been looking <laughs> forward to. Mm -hmm. I have to tell you, and I'm so thrilled. We're in 2022. Mm -hmm. And one of the things on my New Year's resolutions, get rid of multitasking. Yeah. Everybody is multitasking. I think when uh, the pandemic hit, you know, mothers had to multitask everything. Their whole life became about that. Um, fathers stuck in their office now, like every, everything, everybody has become a multi multitasker and I don't think it's working. Lane, why did I ever think I could multitask? <laughs> you know, looking back, it has never worked for me. No. I, I, I feel like it's just like, a, you know, those movies, like where you see people off-roading, like you'll see this on ESPN and the Jeep is just stuck in the mud. Yeah. Spinning. Yeah. Yeah. That's what ends up. It seems like a good idea. Why mm -hmm. does it seem like such a good idea? And we're so mm -hmm. attracted to mm -hmm. it, but mm -hmm. yet at the end of the day, the results just really suck. It, 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 they really, it doesn't work. Our brains are not evolved <laughs> to multitask, you know, only, okay. So there's 2.5% of the population. Actually they can, they're effective at it. That's not a lot of people. That's not, that, that's not me and you <laughs> like, it's not how we're made to do things. Our brains are actually made to really focus on one thing at a time. And when we find ourselves bouncing from one thing to the next, uh, we lose, uh, creativity. We actually lose our focus. We, our productivity goes down, uh, our cognitive ability drops. So multitasking is not, it's not for us. We're not okay, made that I, way. I blame, I, I blame radio at first for this back in the day, uh -huh. it used to be radio uh -huh. where to have radio on the background. Yeah. And you know, look, sometimes but radio is okay. I'm just going to say radio yeah. is okay. But then it went to YouTube and then okay. it went to right. Like, and I've, and I noticed something lane and I don't know if a lot of your clients tell you this, but I found like the other day, I didn't have my cell phone. And I found that I wasn't doing five things at one time. Yeah. And I felt very uncomfortable about it. Oh no. Right. <laughs> I was just like, the, oh my gosh, like this is like such a weird feeling. And I was like, oh, you know what? I can actually concentrate. I was doing a little yeah. home project. Yeah. I was like, I can actually concentrate on what I'm doing in front of me. And the yeah. project turned out great. And honestly, I was fulfilled. I had a sense of accomplishment mm -hmm. at the end of it. So what I'll do when I have a client, one of the first things that we will do is you can go into your iPhone. If you have an iPhone, I'm not sure about the Androids, but you can go in and you can check how many times you actually pick up 
your phone <laughs> and you can see. So most people right now are in the hundreds, just saying, and what I'll do is I will challenge them to put their phone away for several hours and it's uncomfortable. Everybody has this adverse reaction, like, oh, I can't do that. But then what happens is that they get so much done as a result of not picking up that phone. And it's, it's just become habit now. Like we wear it on our bodies. Right. And we, it's, we got to see something. There's an email waiting, but really there's no email necessary. My husband actually said to me, he's like, did you respond to the email? And I'm like, no, I don't need to respond. Nobody needs my attention right now. So I always ask people, the other thing I do is I ask people to wait 24 hours. You know, my husband's like, what? Like, yeah, just have people start waiting. You be in control of your time. You be in control of those responses because answering a quick response, like an email like that, if you're on the phone at the same time, or you're trying to manage your child or your dog, and then you hit send and that thought wasn't complete, that could be devastating. <laughs> Huge. And you know what? And I think in the recovery community, this is a, a, a double down moment for people in early recovery, right? Like yeah, yes. you definitely want to put a pause on everything that you do. There were so yeah. many great things that you just said there. I got to unpack. I got to, <laughs> I got to unpack these land. Um, one, the phone. I, I, I just, it's, I, I hear so many people say now, like, Hey, I'm 60 years old and I must be ADHD. Mm. And I'm like, no, I don't think you're ADHD. I just think that you're addicted to your phone. Yeah. Right. You're addicted to that instant response. And I love this whole thing about like what you told your husband about, like, Hey, is a response really needed here? Mm -hmm. And who controls whose time? And this is, this yeah. is the thing about recovery that I think is a game changer with what you do with mindfulness and recovery, because you start claiming back that time, yes. right? You get more time out of the investment, not less time with mindfulness yeah. and meditation. It's, we have blurred the lines, right? All of our relationships, business, pleasure, family, it's all become very blurry and everybody expects a response. And that puts so much pressure on us. It's like, I can't even create a clear thought when I'm under that kind of pressure. So that's why I, you know, ask my clients to put hard boundaries in line. That's why I put hard boundaries because I want to be able to respond effectively and give the response that's needed. That's, that's going to be honest and truthful. Right. And when we're multitasking, who knows how I'm going to answer. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. There's doing, and then there is successful doing, right? Actually yeah. doing something. And it was funny. One of my friends pointed out, um, and he actually showed me on the phone, actually, he showed me little videos yeah. of people. He said, you know, the most successful people in life, mm -hmm. the men and women who are the most successful, uh, they're not on their phone all the time. Somebody yeah. else is using their phone. They're yes. deep into conversations with people. Yes. They get really deep. They go very deep into one channel or yes. one thing that they're doing and they become very successful at it. Yes. And they also know how to drop things that aren't yes. uh, successful for them, right? That they yes. know that it's like, you know what? Like I could be doing better things. Like I can like laundry. I know how to do laundry, right? But like the investment, for mm -hmm. me, it's, it, it's, it's better for me to be really focused on something I'm world-class on that can generate revenue that somebody else can do the laundry. That's just an example, Correct. right? Correct. Yes. That's it. That's, that's, an, that's a good example. <laughs>
So everybody think, hates laundry. Everybody hates laundry, but it has to get done. Okay. It has to get done. Just like the dishes in the sink, it has, they have to get done. But if you're on a work call, I'm going to go back to work call, or if you're on a recovery call and somebody is, um, thinking about drinking, you don't want to be doing the dishes or your laundry and half attention, right? Your attention is like some of your attention is going into doing the laundry instead of being on the phone, being very clear with the person who's thinking about drinking or making a decision about, you know, your company. So there has to be lines drawn or it's just going to become, again, this muck, this like convoluted, confusing, um, output from you. And nobody wants that. Nobody wants it. It's, it's not, um, it's not good. And we're in 2022. So let's be clear-minded. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. You know, a friend of mine said something that was great. He said, multitasking is so 1987 (laughs) to to me, you know, and he was like, look, the science is there. The neuroscience is there. The, and you know, when he's in recovery and he was just like saying, you know, this just does not work for me anymore. Mm -hmm. And I'm at that point too, where it no longer, you know, I still, I, I gotta be honest, Lance, I still bite at the mm-hmm. illusion that yeah. I can do five things at once because I think it's a time compression, but it's not a t- I, I've realized yeah. now I've grown up in my maturity that it's not a time compression. It's a time mm-hmm. suck for me. Mm-hmm. So I, I have to ask you, I, I want it because I know mm-hmm. people are listening to this and are like, Damon Lane, that sounds great. But how in the hell do I start practicing that? How do I do it? What's the first step that I do to stop multitasking? Because I've done 20 years, 30 yep. years or whatever yep. of multitasking. Right. So the first thing I will do with a client is I get rid of the phone, right? That's, and now we have, excuse me, we have the devices connected to the phone and then we have an iPad and we have screens everywhere. So I ask people to just work on one device and put everything else away. That's ground zero. The next thing is I will have people go back to pen and paper and do a to-do list. I it sounds so elementary, but that hard copy task list, one thing at a time works laundry top of the list. Just get it done. Get it out of the way. Payroll, create content, grocery shopping, one thing at a time. And then suddenly at the end of your shift or four hours or six hours, you you're like, I scratched everything off the list. There's a sense of accomplishment without that list. You don't even know what's happened. You forgot about the laundry because you got so deep on doing your payroll taxes or something, right? Like it's tax seasons coming up. So people are going to be head down trying to figure that out and then nothing else gets done. So when we'd have that nice checklist, check it off. That is a game changer. I love that. I love that. You know, I'm a, I'm a very big uh, proponent of win first, then play. And you know, I found Lane, the, 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 the deep dark secret that Mm. most people don't talk about in recovery and in sobriety Mm. is that many people overdo they're addicted to doing because they really don't know what they want. And they're afraid to say that they don't know what they want because they're like, they keep hearing in 12 step meetings and everything. It's like, well, you know what? I got sober. And God probably doesn't want me to 
just sit here. So I should be doing something, but they've never really taken the time to sit down to say like, Hey, how can I be of service? Like, Mm -hmm. how am I going to be, how, how how, is this going to work for me? Is this economically going to work for me? Mm -hmm. What do I really want, want out of my work or personal relationships? Mm -hmm. Right? No. And they, and most people do not know what they want. Mm -hmm. So they, they use this overdoing to try to compensate that somehow it's going to get them to a place where they're going to figure out what they want, but what they really get, what I find is a lot of what they don't want. Right. Yeah. Confusion, confusion, confusion. Yeah. Yeah. So I think there's something to be said about knowing your worth and your value and people forget and they don't know. And so that's part of the work of like putting everything away and getting back to basics. I think 2022 is a year to just get back to who we are, right? We are human beings here having this spiritual experience and putting pen to paper and writing things down. Like, this is what I value in my life. Like I value family time. So if I'm multitasking and at the end of the day, I've got nothing really completed, then my interactions with my family are not going to be great. I'm not going to be satisfied with life. So understanding your worth and your value is so important because it, it will force you to put the multitasking to the side because you're, you're going to want to be a part of your family and one you want to be a part of whatever. And I'm bringing the family up as just one example, but knowing your worth and your values is huge as we start this new year. It's key. It's key because, um, you know, I think this whole work home balance thing too. And look, that's all that when you, when you tap into this lane, you start talking about this dirty word that I hate, which is balance. Yeah. Right. I remember in college, I, I, I was involved in this, uh, organization, the whole thing was like becoming the balanced man or whatever. And it sounded great, but it was just like, balance isn't Like it's not something that I'm attracted to, right? Mm -hmm. Like people Mm -hmm. typically that are in recovery are not balanced. Like we don't like balance. No, we don't like balance and multitasking allows us to really dive in Mm -hmm. and actually complete something. And I found by not multitasking, that is where the balance starts to come from. Yeah. Yeah. So people in recovery are very all over the place, unbalanced, go, 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 go multitasking, uh, it's too much. Right. And what we crave and we don't recognize is that sense of calm. Like everybody loves calm. Everybody does. Everybody loves to sit down and watch Netflix and chill out. Am I right? I mean, everybody wants to zone out. Well, when you're practicing mindfulness and having a meditation practice, you're in that zone. When you're multitasking, You're so far from that zone. You're not even near it. So making that commitment to yourself to just do one thing at a time gets you closer to that zone, right? And in that zone is where we have those great insights. And that's when we feel really connected to the people that we love or our dog, right? We're just chill. That's where we, that's, I know people in recovery, they want to get into that zone. And they think multitasking is going to be the answer because they got to get it done. No, so opposite. And really look, all of us that are, if you're listening to this and you're watching this, you know, that really recovery 
the really the goal for most people, and I think everybody has this in common in recovery, is that they want to be able to successfully live in the here and now. Yeah. And that's why I wanted to do this episode with you. And this is such great service. Thank you, Lane, because, because I hear this all the time about multitasking. So if you're listening to this, right. And, and you're a chronic, uh, multitasker and you just can't focus on it. Like you just feel like your life's being sucked away. Right. It's like, I really listen to this episode again, because there's so many really, you've really laid out a plan here for people to jump off of the wheel, right? Because mm-hmm. if you're, if, if you win the rat race, you're still a rat. You're still a rat. You, you, sorry, you don't want to be a rat, right? And so no one got sober. No one's going down the recovery path because they want to be stuck, right? Mm-hmm. And that's what multitasking does. It gets us stuck. It keeps us far from our dreams, right? We get sober and we like imagine our lives as best recovered life. But then we're like, oh, I'm still in the minutia and the junk. Like, no, if you just do one thing at a time and cross things off the list, you start to feel empowered and you start to become this recover, like this really strong person in recovery where people are like, what's going on with him? What's going on with him? That's cool. Look at all the stuff he's doing. Right. And it, and then you have this conversation of like, well, how did you get it all done? And it's, I did it just one thing at a time. One thing at a time changes your life. Just like with drinking, we stop drinking and everything changes. Lane, this has been an amazing episode. Mm -hmm. Guys, if you want to find out more about Lane, I'm going to put a link in the show notes here. So you can, you can just click on it and find out more about her, her meditation and mindfulness practice. Thank you so much for coming on the show today and uh, sharing your wisdom with us. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Keep the conversation going. Join Recovered Life, a community of like-minded people who are looking to live their best recovered lives. Membership is free and you can apply at recoveredlife.us.